guys, welcome to the More Than Mom podcast. I'm your host, MJ Cash, and your new mom BFF. And guess what? You get me without any awkward playground small talk. On this podcast, we'll be covering everything we possibly can to help you thrive in all of your roles, not just as mother, but as wife, woman, and individual with your own passions and dreams. I hope that you'll choose to continue along this journey with us as we all begin to figure out how to become more than mom. What's up, More Than Mom community? I have a really cool episode for you today. Honestly, the next few weeks, we have some incredible guests coming on, and it's going to be a really exciting few weeks for us, and I'm really excited to just continue with that momentum going forward as well. This this COVID time has been exciting, honestly. It's been a little bit of a challenge to navigate and just figuring out when I can record and when I can edit with having the kids home all the time and also just figuring out technology and how to best record. And, you know, we're, we're continuing to have um, some speed bumps with audio and obviously the audio quality is not always going to be as good as when I have people live on the mics. But in general, one of the blessings I have found with this time is that some really high caliber guests that are in high demand their schedules have gotten canceled because they can't go speak to people and they can't go um, have these big events and because of that we're getting some really really cool guests on the podcast and I have one of those for you today she happens to be one of our best friends in life and additionally not only is she one of our best friends but she's one of the most high caliber athletes in the world. Her name is Jessica Martinez. She's local to Murfreesboro and it was quite a bummer that we couldn't sit down in my living room and chat together as we normally would but we did meet over Skype and Jess is a seven-time CrossFit regional competitor, a two-time CrossFit Games competitor which if you know anything about the CrossFit Games it is the top of the top of the top caliber athletes that come together around the world and in order to qualify for that uh, you have to be one of the best in the entire world you know people come from all over from Australia to Iceland to Europe to the United States um, really truly from everywhere it's quite an accomplishment to to qualify for that Jess also has ran in the Boston Marathon she's completed a half Ironman which um, for anyone that knows Jess personally they know that swimming is not her favorite thing but as every person of excellence does and every person of of high level success does when you find a weakness you attack it and so that's what she did she knew that when she went to the CrossFit Games and they had open water swimming as part of their events it totally freaked her out Uh, she knew it was a weakness of hers so she trained like crazy in the water and that led her to a half Ironman which if you uh, don't know includes a lot of swimming so she really is truly a person who is of excellence in all the things that she pursues in her life she's a mother she's a wife she's a Christian and she's an athlete and she's racked up a long list of certifications over the years dealing with health and nutrition she Uh, As a precision nutritionist level one, she has a CrossFit level two coaching certification. She has a United States weightlifting level one certification, a NSCA certified personal trainer. She has a bachelor of science in human performance and health promotion. She really is a 
wealth of knowledge on nutrition, on training, on athleticism. And it's a blessing to have her today. And, and you know what? One of my favorite things about this interview is, is that Jess has done interviews before on her expertise in training, in weightlifting, in conditioning, and in nutrition. But today we focus on the motherhood side of it. And as I tell her and as I, as I cover in this interview, there are a lot of people out there, or at least, you know, a percentage of people out there who accomplish a level of excellence in their field. Most of them do that without the responsibility of being a wife and a mom. And it's amazing how much those roles of wife and mother add to your daily plate of responsibilities. And so very few people are able to accomplish what she has while balancing those roles. And yet she's done it and she's led the way for others to learn how to do it too. So whether or not weightlifting and conditioning and um, being an athlete is really your realm, this is an incredible interview on, on an inside look of how to achieve excellence in whatever it is that you're pursuing while balancing those roles. And I know I took a lot out from Jess out of this interview uh, of just figuring out how to keep a good pulse on my relationship with my husband and my kids while pursuing the things that I'm passionate about. And I think that's something that every mom uh, really has a desire to do and, and really has a challenge with. And so I know that you're going to get a ton out of this interview. Um, Jess is truly an incredible individual. And not only is she the level athlete that she is, but her and her husband, Chris, are also raising uh, an incredible athlete and, and, a, and a man of excellence in his own right, who her son Cole has also gone to the CrossFit Games and is qualified again this year. Although with the current circumstances of COVID-19, it, it's a little undetermined as to what that's going to look like this year. But nonetheless, he put in the work and he qualified. And so Jess and Chris both have figured out at least some of the ways to raise a person of high discipline, of, of respect, and a person that has the drive to go accomplish the things that he's passionate about as well. So I think all of us as moms can relate to that and all of us as moms can admit to desiring that for our own children. And so I know that you're going to get a ton out of this. So Jess, thank you for coming on and for blessing us with this, with this podcast. And uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear from her. Here's Jessica Martinez. I'm here today with Jessica Martinez and Jess, I think you are my closest friend that I've had on the podcast, which is really exciting. Jess and her family, her husband and her son are some of our best family friends. And you're actually, this is kind of funny. I don't think I've ever told you this, but you're actually the first people I've ever referred to in our life, in my own family as my own, as like a family friend growing up, you know, like my parents, and us had family friends. This is like the first time like me and my husband and our kids have family friends. <laughs> you were like that family, which was really fun. But we met you guys through CrossFit. You were Bobby's first CrossFit coach ever. And I don't think he ever missed a class of yours after he he met you. He was like, we're, we're in it for the 
whatever the heck that class was in the evening, the conditioning class or something. I don't know. It was something I never went to. Absolutely not. Um, and I think you might have actually been my first CrossFit coach too. Now that I'm thinking about it with the, um, what class was that? Like the death buys? Um, I think you dropped in and it was, uh, with Bobby, he brought you, it was, um, bike on bad where you do a minute of each. Yeah. I totally remember that. Cause we were, we all heard about you and then he told us like, he told the noon class like, yeah, um, and she's coming with me on whatever day, a Friday or whatever day it was. Yeah, I remember that. It's honestly a miracle I ever showed up again. <laughs> you, did come, you did come to endurance class because I remember sometimes holding Beckett when you came back. I did. I eventually made it to endurance. I was like a year into CrossFit. Um, I eventually made it into your endurance class. Uh, I always just, I was like the tail end of all the participants, which was fine. Yeah, I came to Fight Gone Bad and... Not only did I go to fight gone bad, but I think I was pregnant at the time. So it was like, it was like the worst, it was the worst <laughs> possible situation to enter into CrossFit. That would, but, that would not, that's not good circumstances or condition. But anyways, um, it honestly, to me right now, it stinks that we have to meet over Skype. It's still obviously quarantine, um, but you you live like 20 minutes from us. So this is a bummer. And the day we went into quarantine, like the next day we were supposed to have lunch together and we didn't ever have it. Right. Um, so we're going to be long overdue once once this whole thing blows over eventually. But anyways, all right, Jess, can you tell us some of your background and who you are and, and where you're from, what your family looks like, what you do, all the things? Sure. So I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, just outside, like suburbs. Lived there my whole life until freshman year of college, where I went away to Mobile, Alabama and played basketball. Then ended up back in New Orleans, met the person who's my husband now. My last year of college, um, I was working at a gym, met him. We ended up obviously get married. Uh, we have a son now who is, oh my gosh, going to be 18 in August. I, it hurts me to say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we have three dogs. Okay, so I'm definitely a dog lover. But yeah, I pretty much my whole life, like my degrees in exercise, physiology, I've always been an athlete. I remember being begging, like when this gym, like a Globo type gym opened, begging my parents. I was like 13. They have like a teen room, like oh, begging wow going so that I could lift weight. I've always just loved physical stuff. Basically got a degree in exercise phase and that whole time I was in college I worked at a gym kind of mentoring like training people and and then um Hurricane Katrina way back in 2005 brought us to Tennessee. So it's been 14 years in March. Did you guys move into your current house then? Because you said 14 years that you've been in went earlier in this conversation before we started recording that you were there for 14 years before doing some of your remodels. Are you, have you been there since you moved back or since you moved from uh, New Orleans? Yeah, we um, kind of visited the neighborhood while we were up here. We actually ended up here while we were evacuated for Katrina. Long story, but my husband accepted a promotion. We knew we were going to be permanently moving to Nash the Nashville area, but we, we stayed a month or so with uh, his old boss during Katrina. Um, so they lived like five minutes from us where we live now. So I ended up seeing some neighborhoods, newer neighborhoods while we were here. 
didn't choose it right away. Time goes on and we ended up back here and we're like, Hey, do you have any lots with any, without basically no one can build behind us. It's like, you know, woods. And so they were like, we have one left. And so we were like, okay, we'll take it. So the house took like six months or so, six or eight months to build. So I stayed in New Orleans with Cole and Chris just commuted. Like he would fly down every couple of weekends. And when the house was ready, we moved in and we've, we stayed. Yeah. We've toyed a couple, a couple of years ago. We thought about maybe selling and moving out and getting some land. And then instead we built our home gym. (laughs) 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 We just decided we were like, you know, halfway into this owning this one. So let's just, and we really like the area and we like our lot and our neighborhood. So we were like, let's just put the roots all the way down and build this gym and be good to go. So Cole would have been like three when you guys moved here. Yeah? Yes. Okay. He he turned three a week and a half or so, maybe two weeks before Hurricane Katrina. So your whole life here, you've been full-fledged motherhood, wifehood, all those things. I didn't realize that you played basketball back in the day. That's fun. It's funny. I've been seeing Chris and Cole play basketball against each other on Instagram. You're You're not going in there and throwing down with them. What's going on? The very first time we posted, I did a few weeks ago. I was out there shooting around. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Can you take both of them? Yeah, we played like five games of horse and I won all of them uh, that day. I think that's why they don't ask me to go out there anymore. That's fair. That's awesome. So, tell me like a little bit about your life pre-mom. You would have met Chris, what, when you were like 21 or so? Yes, I met him right before I turned 22. We started dating, like, maybe a month after I turned 22. So, yeah, pre-mom, basically, I was at the gym all the time, honestly. I was in school. Like, we met my last semester of college. So, I was in school, but I was already working full-time at the gym as a trainer. I ran my first marathon. Like, I was training for it when we met my very first marathon. So, yeah, I I was always, like, after I played ball... I started running like little 5Ks and 10Ks because I just always had this competitive drive of wanting to just do more, be more. I just, there's something in me that likes to be put, have goals and be pushed. And so I started doing that kind of stuff. And then it led to like, oh, well, let me just do a half marathon. Well, let me do a marathon. All throughout, like while we dated, when we were early, like I would run races on weekends. We, you know, Chris we met at the gym. So, you know, we were just really active and did that kind of stuff. And I started teaching. I taught PE for two years at my old high school. So I would do that. And then like work at the gym a couple nights a week because he traveled for work. Back then, most of our friends were the people we knew from the gym. Similar to now, just as an adult version, you know, (laughs) kind of very similar. We had like our group, our close group from church of people. And then we had our gym family and it's, it's very similar. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I was actually just telling my dad, I think, is who I was talking to. I, I spent this last year not working out, and it's the first time in my life I haven't. Yeah. And I'm getting back into it now and, and being consistent with it now and starting to feel that way again. And I was telling him, I was like, I honestly feel like I'm getting back to, like, being myself because I don't even know. It was so weird to be separated from that that part of me that was an athlete forever and then to all of a sudden spend like a year 
feeling tremendously unathletic and not having that outlet of something to build on and to feel strong. Yeah, now that I'm getting back into it, it's like, oh yeah, like this is this is what I'm used to and this is me. So I, I relate to that a lot. I'm just that's just always a part of who you are for sure. I've never not worked out, like since probably twelve or thirteen. Back when I was pregnant for Cole, I mean it I was we it was weird to see a pregnant lady up in the gym like lifting weights, but I did. I didn't know the things I know now or like have, you know, but I worked out up until I was at the gym or at the track or whatever up until the day before the day he was born basically, you know, and the longest I've ever been without working out was like those, you know, first six weeks or so after I had him, honestly, like, and then I did get right, kind of right back into it. It looked different, but yeah, I've never, I mean, even through like me, sir, I was had surgery and like, I'm that person, like two days later, I'm like, well, I can bike with the, the other leg and I can, I can still use dumbbells seated. I just have to move. I don't know what it is, but I have to move every day or most so, days I should say. Was it really obvious and easy for you like you're going into college and you just knew like I want to be a personal trainer? No it really wasn't honestly. Okay. Um, I really wanted to be a physical therapist was my goal back then. It was one of those where back then it was it was a bachelor's degree so you went two years for your prereqs and then applied for PT school and there were only two PT schools in the state um it was really hard to get in I mean I was I've always been like a great student and I just felt I had friends that weren't getting in and then just not having a college degree and so my thought was I'm going to get my degree first like in exercise phys and then apply for PT school but um you know last year college I met my husband we got married we didn't wait very long to have kids but I don't regret that. You know, my life has been wonderful and I've loved helping people and training people. I don't feel like I miss, I messed up or I missed out. So then when you, you were saying like when you're transitioning into motherhood, you worked out until he was born. You had a six week break. You got back in the gym. I, I imagine I did actually a similar thing with, with Beckett, especially like I remember working out and we were living in Houston at the time and I was in the CrossFit gym until I think my last workout was like three days before I ended up giving birth. I imagine that that was a mental health space for you. Is that true? Like you just kind of like, that's like your space to just like feel like you and feel clarity and feel like yourself again? Definitely. That's part of it for me. I think I had a really hard time transitioning from being me and myself and being a mom, not, not in the sense of being a mom, but like an athlete and a mom, I guess. I just always wanted to be a stay at home mom, always felt like if when I had kids, they would be first and my life would go on like a back burner kind of thing. And so I did get right back in, but it never, it didn't look the same for a really long time. It was more just enough to like, keep me sane. (laughs) That makes sense. You know, it was like putting him in the stroller and going for walks or you know, waking up really early when my husband was in town to go to the gym because I was just was really weird about like I knew I worked. It was the same gym I worked at for all those years. I knew everyone, but I didn't want to leave my 
baby in the daycare. I don't know. I was just like that, you know. And I had already guilt if he was awake. I don't know. I didn't want to like go to the gym for two hours and leave him somewhere. I don't know why, but I really felt like I had to be a mom. Almost like you that's all you can be because it's the most important thing. I didn't know how to balance my own goals and aspirations. It was like I thought that like for the next 18 years, my thing was just to be his mom and do all the things that he needed and not give attention to anything that I also needed. Yeah. I imagine, especially because Chris has always traveled for work, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you, there's a lot of times that you are doing the large majority of caring for your kids. So then it becomes like when you're not doing that, it almost feels like you're not doing the thing that you're supposed to be responsible for. I think it was just, I didn't have any role, like, no one that I knew did anything else. It was either, it was like you had to categorize yourself as, you know, you were like a stay-at-home mom or you worked and your kid went to daycare, but I didn't know anybody. All the awesome ladies I know now are people that are younger than me that I know through CrossFit who somehow they manage it all. But like, I just think this was, you know, almost 18 years ago. It wasn't, it really wasn't like that. The platforms of like, now we have social media and we kind of can see other things and what other people are doing and outside of our own little bubble. Like all I knew was to do that, you know, and yeah, I still did things for myself, but literally it was like, I'll get up at five and go run while when Chris was in town and then be home before either one of them woke up. I never wanted to take away family time or I'd do things at home sometimes while like he was down for a nap. But now I think it's awesome that people can see other women that do do all the things and know and somehow balance all the things. And it, it took me a really long time to figure that out. And it took me a long time to give myself permission to do some things that I was passionate about. Kind of like I put all of that aside and not that I ever lost it. I just didn't allow that fire to burn. Like I was just not there for a long time or kind of hidden. And then once I started to dabble a little bit in training a little bit more or after we moved here, I really started to start running again. It quickly progressed to like, oh, I'm going to sign up for a race. Uh, it was like, it was there the whole time. I just didn't know how to allow it. And I didn't have anybody to say to me though, like, hey, it's okay. Like you don't have to not be you mm-hmm. as a person to be a mom, to be a full-time mom. What I know about you pre-crossfit is that you were a runner. That's always like the story that I have heard is that you love to run, you ran races. And I can see how, especially as a mom, when you don't necessarily have the time to go to the gym and put in an hour or two hours, like you said, prior to that too. And you just enjoyed running since college, but I can see where that would be a really plausible way to work out because you can like leave your house and go for a run and then come back and then you can sign up for races and have uh, an excuse to train for something. And that kind of be like a spot where everything kind of stems from. Yeah. After we got settled here, I've always been into like hit and like plyometric and that kind of stuff. But we also bought some gym quality, like cable machine and stuff. And so for the first year or two, I actually like had that in my bonus room, which was awesome because I could, when Chris was gone, I had like things I could do at home, 
more similar to like the type of training I had done in the past. So that was that was really good. And then also probably about two years after Cole got a little bit older and I was like, okay, I need an outlet. And so we joined the local version of the Bobo Gym. We joined the Mac and I would go pretty much five days a week and Cole loved it. You know, by that time he was five, I guess about five and he loved the. Ch- there was a couple ladies in there that were so sweet and the childcare and other, he made friends. That's kind of when I really started to get into a groove. Of, I didn't feel guilty. That took, like, he enjoyed it, you know. Yeah. So. What sparked the transition to try CrossFit then? It's kind of funny, actually, because I always had Cole in a bunch of activities, too. So we were driving out to Franklin, like, 45 minutes for him to be in a swim class. He had been swimming since he was nine months old, eight, nine months old. We did mom and me. So, like, it was important for me to continue that. So from the time we moved here... I found someone, but it was hard. Like back then they sound so weird to say that there weren't a lot of things in Murfreesboro for schoolers or for young, you know, during the week. And so I was driving out to Franklin for golf, like golf once a week. I was driving out there for like swimming once a week. And then, so I was always on the hunt for something for him. I guess I literally like was just Google searching homeschool PE or whatever. And I came across Crossfit, Murfreesboro, and was like, whoa, I think I would like that. Like I did before I even found out about the kids part, I was like, okay, that looks like the type of working out I want to do. And I kind of got cold feet about it. So it was probably six or eight months went by that I would kind of Google it and look and be like, I really want to try that. But I didn't see where they had childcare, but I saw that they had a homeschool class. So I called. And when I called, they said, it had just ended that they were moving locations and they weren't going to have it anymore. I was a little upset because one for him, but two in the back of my mind, I was like, if I signed him up, then maybe I could take an adult, you know, like adult version. Right. So I was really bummed about it. And another couple months went by and one night just Chris was like, you've talked about this a few times. And I didn't know really anything about it. It just like, I saw pictures and they had like tires they were flipping and, Honestly, that's all I really saw were some things like that. And I thought that is the type of stuff I like to do. Like anything to like push my limits or make me work hard. Um, at the time, I was trying, I had a goal to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And so I was like, well, that would be great. It would, it would probably help, you know. And so he's like, just just call and, and do it. We'll figure out. I was worried about childcare and whatever else. And so I called. Um, I signed up for on-ramp. I showed up and Cole was with me in jeans and they're like, oh, well, he can totally try it. They were like super cool. They had a kid the same age and Cole was like, really? And so he hopped in and it was like literally like there was there was no turning back. I've not turned back since then. So it started out, honestly, I was trying to find something for him, for like PE, which then turned into like my obsession, <laughs> which then turned into his. So it's kind of really funny, the whole thing. This is what I want everyone to understand who's listening to this because you're not just, I mean, Cole was nine when you guys started CrossFit. Is yeah. that right? <laughs> he had just turned nine. That's crazy. Oh, man. Seeing pictures. I mean, we met him not too too long after that, but seeing pictures of him from back then to now is so funny. Many moms who have nine-year-olds, obviously, can, can build in time for their passions because their kids are in school from eight to three. Right. You, uh, you homeschooled 
him all the way through. You home, you Chris was traveling a lot of the time and you are a homeschool full-time parent. And so your and I also know that you guys are very active in your community. You guys are really active in your church. You guys, you know, you're active within your communities, you're active within your the gyms that you're a part of as well. You don't have a plethora of time on your hands to just like be able to pursue these things that are of interest to you. And yet I know and the world knows if they look at what you've accomplished in that, that you still found the ability to really go after the things that you wanted. Because that's like Boston Marathon, for example. I mean, how many times have you ran that? I only ran Boston once. Okay, you ran Boston once. So I qual- I did end up, so I started CrossFit and like qualified for Boston. Started at the like very end of November, early December of 2011. Mm-hmm. Qualified for Boston in January. Um and so then you have to, that's for like the following year. So in between qualifying for Boston is when I passionately like just dove in and like found CrossFit and was like, whoa, oh, this, interesting. Is I, this is my thing. And so like once I, I didn't know any of that when I started, I didn't know there was a competitive side, but between qualifying for Boston and actually running is when I the whole CrossFit thing evolved. And so um, I was like, oh, well, that's just going to be my retirement marathon because I, this is what I'm meant to compete. Yeah. Funny enough, probably the second or third day of on-ramp, I remember um, the owner at the time of CrossFit, Murfreesboro, Evan was like, you're not a runner, you're a CrossFitter. And I'm like, I didn't even know anything. Like I legitimately did. I was there to like, because I like sucky hard workouts and because I was like, it'll make me better at running. And Oh, really? Yeah. Right. So I was like, I don't even know what you mean by that. Cause I had no clue that there was even a, co- I'd never seen the game. Like this was all, I kind of got into CrossFit right as it started to blow up. And right. So, literally like I had I mean I ended up going to regionals with the team that year but really didn't know what I was like I was like a deer caught I had no idea it was like that moment when I did that and saw the competition side and became a part of it that's when I was like whoa this is what I this I'm gonna I'm gonna do this again I want to do this again and I want to do it as an individual and I want to this is so cool kind of thing so I just think I just think it's so cool because I mean Truly, you see a lot of people reach really high height. I mean, not a lot of people, but you see people reach high heights in their endeavors. Um, but it's not often that you see moms doing it because it's it's just it's there's just so much more added to the journey once you're in this role. And you know, I think it makes it that much more remarkable when that happens because it's just it's just that many more things and obstacles and challenges to work around. And not to mention what I think is the biggest factor in moms being productive is, is that nothing is, is predictable. It's just every, everything is unpredictable and you're, you can't predict how your day is going to go every day because your child is a factor that's largely uh, out of your control. (laughs) And so it's, you know, you, you get into running you decide you love running, you decide to run marathons, you decide to qualify for the Boston Marathon, which is um, probably the highest caliber of marathon you can qualify for, and you do it, and you run it, and then the you get into CrossFit, you find that, you kind of shift gears into CrossFit, you become super passionate about that, you want to pursue that, you decide 
that's something that you're passionate about and want to do. And then you end up going to the games and it's just like, you get to the very top level of what you're pursuing while also full time raising your kid, schooling your kid, being a teacher, being a mom, being a wife, being all those things. Um, and I just, I just think that is really, um, I know you're extremely humble, which is great. And that's, you know, part of the reason I'm sure that we're friends, <laughs> but, but I mean, that can't be overlooked that behind, behind the scenes, I'm sure working this in every day to your guys' schedule was not a really easy, super smooth thing to do all the time. No, it wasn't. I mean, and well, you know, you're Enneagram one, <laughs> you know how we are. You're, you've got some experience. I'm married to one. I got it. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I yeah. feel I'm always frustrated with you guys, but I, I continuously surround myself with you guys. <laughs> exactly. We're all about the schedule and the consistency and all of those things. But it was definitely um, there. Yes, there were a lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears. I will say on about all things. About you know, there were days where. I mean, it was early mornings, workouts. It was early morning of like school for a couple hours, go to the gym, train with training partners, coach a class, go home, finish schoolwork. And then all this at, up until, uh, gosh, I guess he was what, maybe 12? The first several years, Cole still played basketball, baseball, like rec things. So like, wow, I was lucky. After my first season of competition season, I was lucky enough that like everyone, well, everyone was way younger than me. So they, <laughs> they trained in the middle of the day. And so, or were eight, like when we did team stuff, obviously when I did individual stuff, it was easier for my schedule. But like when we had team things, it kind of worked out for the most part that we trained like late morning, mid morning. So I could get some school work done with him. And then you know, he would bring, we would bring, a lot of times I'd bring his lunch or some schoolwork that he could do there. Um, and at the time, you know, Cole would just take the noon class. He loved that. He'd take the noon class with, he was yeah. part of that class, you know. Um, and so I coach and then we come home. And of course, by then I had some things, a small home gym. So there were times where I would go back, either go there early in the morning and get some things done or go back out. So it was definitely a lot of planning ahead, a lot of trying to keep a tight schedule. And, and it helped that Cole loved, that Cole loved being at the gym. Like he just, he kind of fell in love with it too. And like the people there were so, you know, we were a family. And then Chris quickly, you know, he, we went to regionals that first year and he was like, Oh, I get it. Like something I like, cause at first he was like, I'm so tired of hearing about this. I almost like, quit going at one point because it was court, kind of a point of contention when he was home because Cole and I talked about it all the time you know <laughs> and then he came and he saw and he tried it and he watched and he was like all in then I was the one who was like dude I do this every day do we have to talk about this at home and so our whole fan it just kind of evolved I mean it really did it evolved into I mean outside of our church family you know and our friends from church and I mean, all of our close friends that we, too, call, like, family and family friends are all the young – I mean, they're all younger than us. They're all the younger couples that we hung out – like, I competed with or that we hung out with from – or I coach, you know, at the gym. I mean, to this to this day, like, 
those are our people. Yeah, it's always really funny. You just always host like all like Easter. It was such a bummer. By the way, Beckett, Beckett this year mentioned wanting to go to your guys' house. And you know, we don't get over there super often. So the fact that he would remember, he's like, I want to go to the egg hunt at Miss Jessica's house. I know I hated it. But it's so it's always so fun because you just host a bunch of rambunctious toddlers, even though your kid's 17. <laughs> I though. That's what I, that's my I mean, outside of working out, that's what I do at our church. I'm like, I've never graduated. Like we started going, we've been at the same church as long as we've been here too. And as I started out literally like that, we dove in like because we didn't know anyone when we moved here, had no family, nothing. I literally, like, we went, we did our, like, little intro kind of class, like, learn about the church, whatever, after we had been a few Sundays, and, and they were, like, they needed nursery workers, and I, like, love, you know, I love babies and kids, and so I was, like, oh, I'm gonna sign up to work once a month, well, I've not stopped being in our nursery since, I have, like, I'm, like, the coordinate, I, like, do the schedule, I, like, literally, like, everyone else was, like, oh, my kid's outgrown the nursery I'm not doing that anymore you know or I'm gonna move up and do the grade that they're in or I'm gonna go do youth and I literally have never left the nursery I I know I will say though the last the last time we had everybody over now that all the kids are bigger and they're like running around and we've got like the dogs and we got all this and after everybody left we just kind of sat here and I was like yeah I'm glad that those all belong, they all belong to our friends because (laughs) people who are in their like early to mid forties, most of us don't have seven or eight toddlers at our house every day. There's a reason for that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, you know, I, I think you, you, you're not the only one, but you and other people like you have kind of paved the way of this, this concept of, prioritizing your health and fitness while mothering and specifically in the CrossFit realm you know there's there's been all these huge incredible athletes coming up over the years who have done so as singles and now there's a handful of those people having kids for the first time and it's going to be interesting to kind of see how that um, how they make that transition because I just I don't think it's something that that happens easily and I can imagine at least for me maybe maybe because it was such a part of your team you might have um, had already kind of overcome some of these challenges but even with something like CrossFit so you shift to CrossFit and you get really passionate about it did you ever have like guilt towards pursuing that for yourself because it took so much time yeah absolutely like I tried to be really good about balance, but again, well, we'll go back to the Enneagram one. That's tough. Like when I want, when I'm after something, I'm after it kind of thing. And so, yeah, I I definitely felt guilty at times, but I tried really hard, especially like once I kind of was more of an individual competitor. I, I mean, I'm that person who will get up at 4 a.m. and work out before my family gets up or try my best to like, not interfere with the rest of our lives as much as I could although it spills over no matter what if you're going to be at the top level of whatever you're doing it spills over it really does but I've always tried to not do that um I would say 
especially closer to bigger competitions, definitely things were harder because you're just mentally and physically kind of exhausted. Yeah. And, and you really almost can't have any balance during those times because it's like, that's what you've worked so hard for for so long that I definitely had kind of the most, I would say the most guilt or the most difficulty close to those big events where I felt like maybe I was making the wrong choice, but my family was so supportive too. Every, if I even, every time I even mentioned like maybe I shouldn't compete, like Chris and Cole were the first people to say, absolutely not. Like, you know, I mean, like this last year, actually, you know, Cole aged up and like for qualifying for a big event, he didn't get in and I did, and I wasn't going to go. It was in Wadapalooza down in Miami in 2019. And he, and I'm like, I'm just not going to go. I'm not. And they wouldn't hear anything of it. They were like, absolutely not. <laughs> They're like, you're going, you have to go. So I think it was, it's just, I definitely felt that. And even now in hindsight, I think, you know, sometimes I get that guilt of like, I should have done a better job of, you know, maybe he did too much schoolwork on his own. Maybe I, maybe I had him at the, but then when I look at how, where we're at, I have to remind myself of like, we, I always did the best I could with in the moment and, and trusted that like, like my family and my close friends would have, would have reeled me and said, you're being selfish. Or they would have said, you know, if I got kind of out of more out of alignment with it, I feel like, you know, Chris would have said to me, okay, this is getting out of control. It was never there. You know, I think it was just more that like, Am I am I doing too much for me? I know? actually that's actually something I've never thought about, but I love that idea because it's true. If you were to ever get enough out of line or too selfish or or your vision too clouded on what your priorities are, the people closest to you, probably first and foremost your spouse, yes. will yeah. tell you and let you know. And I think it's so easy, myself included, to as a mom, you're constantly, like you said, thinking like, am I not showing up enough here for my kid? Or am I not doing this enough for them? And I love kind of that perspective of just thinking, well, if that's the case, if I'm too far invested in this passion of mine and what I am pursuing, has that, has my spouse said that to me? Or has someone brought that up to me? Because if not, then probably not. I'm probably fine. Or even the way that even you're like his behavior, like he never, I can think of a couple of times, if anything, it was more like he would get frustrated that I would be like, you need to go work on school for like the next 20 minutes before class starts. If I was training at the gym, he would be more frustrated. Like, I don't want to do school. I want to be doing what you're doing. So like, I never, I was always pretty in tune with like trying to make sure that I was basically listening or finding his cues too. like he just loved being around it all too and so like if ever I would pick up on like he wasn't feeling it or why do we have to go do that or why are you always doing this but like it never was I never got that from him either he was always like interested and excited and he had we still had all these other like that's the thing like we still did all the other normal like we still we were still at church every time we always had been we still like he still did regular sports we never missed things like I might I might there were a few times where I might 
drive separate to a ball game because Chris took them for like all the warm ups and all that, but I never missed anything. And we've always been very um, protective of that as a, as a family. And like, if one of us is doing something, we're all doing it almost. And so, yeah, it was always like, well, if you're competing, we're going to be there to watch. If we're going to do a team workout, Cole's got a game at noon. I've got to be out of here by like 11. And we all worked it out. I think like reading their cues and then like you said, or we talked about like people closest to you. I mean, even like my friends, my, my close friends at church, like I have friends that even there that would be like, hey, you're if I started like missing all these things or like not showing up or like being like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I mean, they were very respectful of like understanding if I, can't, I had to you know, run in. And I, I mean, there were times where I've ran in in like gym clothes to things or, or like obviously a long time where I brought all my own food or I wouldn't do this or I wouldn't do that. But, but it was, they were always supportive too. It never got to a place where anyone in my circle said you shouldn't be doing it. They were always praying for me, cheering for me. What can we, you know, is there something I can do to help take something off your plate, that kind of thing. So I think as long as you're in tune with all of that and you trust the the people around you and you have those types of relationships, then it, it keeps it, it keeps you grounded. It keeps you not over the top of things. Yeah. Well, I think one thing that is very apparent in all of this is that you're very in charge of your schedule and that helps a lot because it allows you to be intentional in all the things that you're doing. That is exactly what you're saying right now is exactly what I want more moms to really believe is that their kids will actually respect and cheer on them pursuing their passions. And I think a lot of times we feel like that if we do something for ourselves, it takes away from our children. And in reality, like you're saying, you you were not just hearing the words that Cole was saying if he was like, I don't want to go do my homework or putting pushback to you telling him to do things so that you could work and, and instead hearing the reasoning behind what he was saying. It wasn't he didn't want you to go do what you needed to do. It was that he wanted to do it with you, right? Like that's a very different, that's a very different message. And if you're not in tune with why he's saying what he's saying and just hearing the words, you can you could misread that as, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm taking away from time from him. Right. And I think more often than not, we, um, we always interpret the worst case scenario of that message. And then we quit pursuing what we actually want to be doing with our lives when really it could have helped obviously ourselves, but even our children too. Yeah. We know you guys now, obviously. And, and I know how, how much of a, uh, a fit CrossFit family you guys are as a whole. And, you know, we'll talk specifically about Cole later as far as this, as a mother's perspective, but just as a whole family unit, what has it been like to kind of have this common denominator that you guys can all relate on and all do together and all love together and bond over? I mean, it has to be really cool to have like one thing that everyone in your household enjoys doing as a whole I mean yeah it's awesome we we each love it I think for different reasons and we each get different things take different things away from it but yet it brings us together and it's a way that we support each other and I think for our us and our family we we all really are kind of like 
goal oriented and hard workers and just I think it brings us together from that standpoint too it's something like we're all working on it in our own individual way but yet collectively we all it helps us grow and contribute yeah and I mean to go back to touch back on what you were saying what I've realized now hindsight because he you know he is older and I have been able to we've had a lot of great conversations about it I think as a parent when you pursue things that you're passionate about there's so many life lessons that your child gets from that and learns so much that they see. It's like, you know, he was there. He's seen me work hard. He's seen me how, what it took for me to do to get to some of the places I got that, that doesn't just fall into your lap that you really have to make sacrifices and they see that and they're a part of that. And they also see, the disappointment, you know, they're not, it wasn't all sunshine and rain. I mean, there were some, I had some big disappointments and he, you know, to see you like have a setback and then overcome it. And just all those things are like, to me, life lessons that they get to see all that, you know, they get to see in the discipline, if you want to be at the top of your game on something, like you have to say no to some things you have to you have to get up early sometimes. I just think all of that, I think of all the things that like he would not have seen or learned or been a part of if I would have been content, if I would have said, uh, I shouldn't do that because it's for me. Maybe I shouldn't pursue it at that level. There would have been so many things that like through watching me do all those things um, that I would not have taught him. Or he would not have learned, if that makes sense. I didn't really teach him. It's just what he picked. What they see, you know, they he saw all that. Um, yeah. And I also think from that perspective, it does give you, I mean, you'll you'll reach a point where as a, your kids get old enough that you can have some really great conversations about the, what they learned from you, like from that, from watching you or from being a part of it. You know, you get to that point where, your kids are kind of like, they're not sure, like you tell them something, but they're like, they know more than you, you know, they go through that stage, but like, you can call, come yeah. on, or, <laughs> or like, like, you're just saying that because you're my parents stage. I can say that genuinely, when we have conversations, a lot of the life lessons we can relate to CrossFit and what he, he saw and what I experienced and what he experienced. And when I say, I've been there. I know what this is like. Or you've seen me go through this. He can't deny it. Like he, you know what I mean? Like when it, when he has a disappointment and I can say, well, remember that time or you've seen me do this. And so there's a lot of value to sharing that and, and us going through some things like that together. Right. Like, like you're like rec recounting your high school days of being like, well, back in the day, I did, did, did. And they're trying to learn from it when they didn't actually see it and experience it with you in real time yeah yeah that's so cool I never even thought about that that's awesome as far as your well-being and your ability to be the best mom and wife and person and individual that you can be how much do you think that has been impacted by your ability to pursue something that you are truly passionate about and fulfills you I think it's greatly impacted it. I think, 
you know, it's weird because I've always just kind of done me, like just done those things because I enjoy it. Like I literally, I legitimately enjoy training hard. And the, the fruit of it is that I got to compete at this high level. And then the fruit of that is that I get people that say, well, I'm inspired by you or whatever. That's never what it is about or has been, but yet it's kind of evolved into that. And so I feel like just pursuing things I'm passionate about or pursuing things that help helped me, like in a lot of ways, like it was just, it started out as an outlet, like honestly, and it started out as I just like to work hard and be sweaty and kind of like mentally check out on the rest of things for a while, but it became so much more. And, and it really has like, it, it spills over into so many things. And I, I feel like it as a Christian too, I'm all about, we want to honor God with all, all of it. You know, we want to be in the word and we want to grow our spirit. We want to grow our mind. We want to grow our faith, you know, all these things. And, and part of that is taking care of your body and, and that too. And so I don't feel like it's a, gift because I feel like I've worked really hard and it's just part of who I am but I feel like somehow through doing that I'm able to that passion spills out into other people and it's kind of in a ways a ministry for me I feel like it's helped me be a better person in all areas of life because it truly brings me joy to just to physically move my body like to to be to do it you know I don't even really have the right words, honestly, but I just know it, it became what it became, not necessarily just because of me, like I, not at all because of me, like I've seen so many, God's used it so many ways for me to help other people or even to help me. Like I've learned so many lessons about my faith. God has taught me so much about me and about him and I through me doing this. I can relate to this. That's exactly how I feel about this. And I think there's something that happens spiritually within you when you kind of find a bit of your purpose and a bit of what God has lit a fire in you for. And there's some spiritual connection level there that you you learn so much and you feel so in communication with him through it that anytime that I come into a challenge with this business or there's a fork in the road with the business and I'm trying to figure out one way or the other, it always leads back to a conversation with him. And then when I see blessings that are beyond my imagination come from it, I feel like it's a consistent reminder from him of being like you're being faithful and like I will come through and this is our work and we're doing it together and it's just this constant reminder of, of oh yeah 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 like we, this is a this is a us thing it's not a me thing kind of like similar to what you're saying in the gym of when you move your body it's like an act of worship and it's like this is our work together and that's exactly how I feel about this mission of mine of just reaching more women and more mothers of just being like this is this is my act of worship to him because I feel like this is what he's put on my heart to do which is really cool so I fully I get that it's super hard to put into words like you're saying but I I fully understand what you're trying to say is just like it's just it just um you grow so much in it personally and then in in um in turn it helps so many other people which is just like the coolest part. There was never a time where it was like, I want to, if I'm doing this, it will inspire other people yet exactly what it does. Right. 
know, it's like people who are like, I seeing the way that you've dedicated or seeing, seeing you be disciplined in this area spills and helps me be disciplined in a different, it's not even the same area, but it's just seeing like, oh, wait, I can do that. I can, I don't have to have limits or live in this box or do it this way, which is super cool. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. So let's talk about, you have been in this journey for eight years with CrossFit. What is it like now? In high, I know you got, your guys' journey is not over by any means, but what's it like now in hindsight from where you are to look back and realize that you pursuing your passion has led your son to a big part of his? That's a good question. It's just weird because I, it's kind of like it just, we evolved together. I love it because I think about, you know, when you have a son and they're like this little baby, right? And they're like, I don't know, he was, a, he was, he was a mama's boy. And my, and with Chris traveling so much for work, it was him and I so much. And then I can remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like he's going to be a teenager or a man. And like, is he still going to love me this way? Is he still going to want to be around, you know, like you have all these. And the coolest part of it is through this, it's like, we've always just bonded over it. Like we've shared it. And I think about, you know, yeah, I play basketball. And if he played basketball, we would share that. Or if any sport, like I understand how that works, but it's something about, we've literally been in the trenches together. He would watch me at regionals every year, knowing that I was trying to make it to the games. And, you know, then they had started when they started the masters, I was like, sweet, I just need to make it till I'm 40, you know? And he was, and then they started and they started the team division. And he was like, I want to go when I'm a teenager. Cause like, he had just watched me do it. And he's like, that was his goal. And then it dawned on us, like I would be 40 and he would be 14, the same exact, like we could both do this at the same time and so from that point on it really was like we literally did it together and I don't know like any other sport I could have anything else that like I could have had that time and those experiences with a teenage son right as a as a mom you know what I mean and so there were times where in hindsight like there were times where he taught I learned things about myself or like he was more mature or taught me things you know about just different disappointments or setbacks or even like I don't know kids are so I mean I thought he was so much better at balancing things and where and it could be personality types too where if he missed a workout because of something it wasn't as big of a deal or I would be like stressed about it so it's kind of weird because I don't I don't know that he pursued it as a result like it just it coexisted (laughs) Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Well, it's true. Because if he would have started, like, let's say he his passion would have been basketball, and yeah. he would have played that, and you know, gone to college and played it, and yeah. done that route, that would have been cool. Right. But basketball was something that you did in the past, and now it's something that he's doing now, and so there's like kind of that bridge. But with CrossFit, you guys literally started it the same day. Like you guys walked into the gym, we're like, hey, we're here. <laughs> And so you, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like, oh yeah, this is something I used to play and now you play it. It's no work. Let's learn the sport together. And then that you got to follow that up with the whole journey and then eventually going to the games together. It's incredible that as a 40 year old and a 14 year old, you can be at the top of your game at the same time together in something. 
that's what made has made it so special. When we first start, when I, I mean, I was really competitive about it when he was still just taking class and like running around and like I said, playing baseball, playing football. He wanted to at one point, you know, his dream was to play in the NFL or play. He couldn't wait until we would let him play tackle football. And then when he was old enough, according to our rules, and we said, okay, you can switch from flag to tackle, was right around the time where he's like, I really want to do CrossFit and Olympic weightlifting. And it wasn't even, it was like a no brainer for us to be like, well, the whole point of doing sports was, is to be healthy. And I mean, you don't have to play a team sport to be an athlete. And he was, he had played team sports up until he was, like I said, 12 or 13. So it's not like, I do think there's a great value to that. And at the time, I mean, I was, there was the team aspect of, I was, dealing with that as an adult like a team sport you know from after years of not doing that but yeah we were just kind of like okay I mean it makes perfect sense that you would want to pursue that at this point and okay I mean sure that's fine and and I guess like I had been pursuing it and had competed at that level for so long that like there was a small fear of mine that I knew that he was really good but like the team division was so new and because they can't do anything until they're 14, like you really have no clue who else is yeah. doing it. And so there was a small part that I was like, are you, are you sure? Are you sure? And, and then he just killed it. Like he just did so awesome. And it was just really cool. He just had been a part of it so long that he was already there. So mm-hmm. what we always, what Bobby and I always talked about with Cole is that you know, when he was nine in the gym with you, he would grab a, a PVC pipe and work on his form. And so by the time he was actually throwing weight, weights up on it, his form was perfect. I mean, That's all I would let him do. I was like, you're not putting weight on until, because, because I know the. Doing like overhead squats with nothing. <laughs> There's one thing that Joe could, that would probably be our biggest thing that we had an issue with for all those years was like, can I put weight on it? Can I put weight on it? No, you're not putting weight on it. Workouts today. No, just one. I definitely agree. I think it's something that you guys have definitely done together, which just adds to the value of it. I know from a, from an outsider's perspective and a a fellow mom that most mothers would have talked themselves out of pursuing it in the first place on day one, when you stepped in and you said, oh, this is really cool. And would have said, it's just going to be a hobby and not worried about it. And it honestly, because we know you guys and we know how, how much CrossFit has, has affected your lives in, in such a positive way, who knows what it would have looked like had you chosen not to pursue it in the way that you did and take that time for yourself and, you know, silence the guilt and to work around it and to figure out the schedules so that not only you could find something that you love doing, but Chris could find something that he loves doing. And then Cole has created this whole platform for himself that, um, you know, who knows where it'll take him as he pursues all the different things that he is passionate about, you know, which include CrossFit and also go beyond CrossFit. So it's just, it's just super, it's just super cool to see. And especially for me as someone who has, you know, a four and a two year old, it's these kinds of stories and being able to see a family like yours that really motivates me to push forward with the things that I'm passionate about and the things that I feel like were placed on my heart because I hope that it'll 
elicit the the relationship between me and my kids that it has for you and Cole. And obviously I don't expect Beckett to go pursue hearts of mothers when he's older, but I hope that this time spent together, that he gets to see the, the things that happen behind the closed doors within this business and within our lives and me being able to take him along on things will, will for him and Cadence be like this bonding. I don't know, just like just this bridge that we get to, you know, connect over and, and get to carry on through our lives for a long time. And, um, I know that, you know, I see, I see Cole and I see your relationship, um, you and Chris both, you guys' relationship with him and how respectful it is and how you guys haven't, I mean, I'm sure you guys have your things. I mean, he's still a teenage boy and I'm sure there's things that come up, him learning to be his own man. But for the most part, all the terrible things that you hear about the teenage stage, I feel like your guys' relationship has stayed really, really solid and really loving and respectful. And I love that. So it's super encouraging to know that creating a space like this for you and your children can really pay off in the long run. Yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, yeah, we, not just sport, because it can be anything that you're, that you're passionate about, and that if you're pursuing something, then you're, you're actively working towards things. I feel like there's so many things that you don't get caught up in. We haven't had a lot of what I would consider common teen struggles. You know, we really haven't, and I I really attest a lot of that to the fact that like he just had like goals and this just mindset and obviously a lot yes there are a lot of prayer too <laughs> you know <laughs> guidance guidance but but he really has walked this thing out he doesn't want to mess it up either I guess he's fun he has tons of teenage friends he he's goofy he's all those things that teenagers are he just had this level of maturity, I think, that came from having a goal, setting it, and working hard towards it for a long time that helped keep him focused. And, and yeah, we have a level of respect because, again, he, I mean, Chris, Chris does all the same things for his career. He's all those things that we've talked about. I mean, Cole has watched him sacrifice Cole has watched him work hard Cole has watched everything that I've done in the in my fitness or in my pursuing my things he's done that for our family pursuing it through his business and his career and so I think the combination of that has just been a good thing for him to see we have a lot of conversations about you know life is can be hard and and you're gonna have to make choices and those choices have repercussions. And we've been very blessed that he has um, taken that to heart and stayed um, very true to his own passions and pursuits and, and not fallen into, like, being disrespectful or hanging with the wrong people or doing anything like that, you know. And I'll say another thing that both our church and CrossFit has given him is other adults, other people older than him that he respects and admires that have spoke like your Bobby is one, you know, his husband, your husband, he, he has those types of people besides us that speak into him. Um, our youth pastor, our, our pastor, like lots of people who um, have just connected on that level where it's like, okay, it's not just my parents that say this. There are other people who are cooler <laughs> or right. I respect right. that also 
say the same things. We must be on to something, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, uh, I know Cole, Cole's always, and I've always loved this about him. This is how I was as a kid to, to an extent and how I hope my kids will be is that Cole's always been very comfortable having conversations with adults. I remember Bobby came home from the gym one day. It was around a political election. I think Cole was probably like 14, maybe 15. And they were, you know, stretching out together and they were, hanging out on the mats and Cole's like so what do you think about the Iowa caucus tonight Bobby's like what what did you just say Bobby came home and told me about it and I was like I legitimately don't even know what that is hun <laughs> Bobby's like yeah I just had a conversation about it with a 14 year old so that was pretty cool <laughs> I don't know what that, that thing he does not get from me but the kids politics. that's amazing um so all right, last little bit here. The last kind of couple of things I want to hit on here. I know you are not just passionate about fitness, but you're passionate about nutrition too. Um, you helped me out tremendously after I had cadence to just get healthy again and to feel like myself again. And you fully gave me a plan to go with that with meals and stuff, which is amazing. How, how has your motivation sh- shifted and morphed over the years with fitness and nutrition and what are your goals now for it like where do you see yourself heading with with fitness and nutrition at this point like I said before I've always been a trainer and into helping other people and actually when I started CrossFit for myself I had no idea that it would reignite that part too so like I started in November by May I was I had my certification and was coaching at the gym And that that reignited in me, like, not only do I enjoy this for me, but this is what I was kind of called to help other people pursue too. So obviously when you're, I still coach, but trying to compete at the level I was competing at and coaches, I mean, it's hard and be all the other things we've already talked about. So I was still doing it, but it was on a smaller scale and kind of, on a back seat and now that I had the opportunity like I so I went to the games twice kind of I don't want to say checked it off the bucket list but I did I did that and then decided I you know through CrossFit oh I should swim better so I did it last year I kind of threw my hat and did a half Ironman and and kind of at the same time as CrossFit and that was kind of crazy and so I've kind of morphed a little bit more into back into I love CrossFit I don't know that I'm done at competing at that level but I have kind of taken more of a back seat this year this is Cole's last year as a teen and so he called he made it to the games uh we don't know what's happening with that um, <laughs> yeah. but that being said so I, I have CrossFit for being the very last sport to cancel that stuff <laughs> Oh Literally, the Olympics have canceled, and CrossFit's like, but maybe. <laughs> right? Um, of course, because if there's a will, we will figure it out. Um, there's any kind of way, we'll make it happen. But um, no. So I, I have definitely morphed back into more of the coaching side and helping other people, putting more of my time into client, you know, remote clients, coaching, nutrition, um, 
I've been working a lot on growing that and like seeing exactly what I'm going to do with my life now that I'm an adult. (laughs) Um, But no, so it has shifted a lot more to me training for longevity. You know, it's not always healthy to, to train at that level, to compete at the highest level for your sport when literally you've done that almost your entire life for a variety of sports. So um, I'm focusing on trying to balance that better for the longevity of my competitiveness or health, both of them, and also reworking some things, trying to come up with a more official business for my services as like as a a nutrition coach and CrossFit coach. So, and like, as I mentioned, um, this year, I really just kind of wanted to be a fan of Coles. I didn't, I mean, I tried to do that the last second time we went to the games and he was like, no, like it's, you have to, we have to do it together. He did not give me, well, I was kind of injured. I couldn't do the open this year. I was dealing with some stuff. So it kind of worked out because it allowed me to take that backseat I had tried to take before because I really, you know, I've not been able to be just a fan of his. I've always, we've been, I've been a mom competitor slash fan. And so I really just wanted a year to literally be his fan girl at the games. So, you know, kind of stinks that it, how things are unfolding for this year as far as this Corona stuff, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I love it. I love, I love it. I love you guys. And Jess, I appreciate you coming on. I, I know that again, not saying that you guys don't experience the same kind of stuff that all of us do just as human beings and being in families, but I know so many people admire and respect you guys' family and what you guys have grown and created with your relationships with one another and raising an incredible young man who's who's like full-blown man now as far as how he looks which is (laughs) 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 and he's gonna be starting college soon which I'm still like wrapping my head around which is insane but um we love you like crazy and thank you a ton for doing this thank you for having me and it was so great to uh see your face (laughs) there's guys um no but thanks for having me and I'm I'm super proud of you for pursuing your passions and being the role model that you are to your kiddos. And I thoroughly love watching them grow up. So no doubt that you're leading the way for them too. So we definitely, you know, we're, we're definitely fans of the cashes too. So (laughs) it's mutual. The feeling's mutual. (laughs) So, well, as soon as this, as soon as everything has cleared up, we're getting together. For sure. Well, you have a good rest of your night. Hopefully, you don't have to wake up at four o'clock for a workout. Uh, no, because like we have nowhere. What else do we have to do? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> I have to not work out. Like I'm like, uh, you've worked out. Okay, go for a walk. That's why like, I'd be like, just go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Walk is safe.